bringing together the brightest minds to help you build a better business model. Welcome to Cannabis Business Minds, presented by liveadvisors.com, only on CannabisRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Simone Samalukaradzins and Kristen Yoder. Hello, welcome to Cannabis Business Minds with your hosts, Simone Samalukaradzins and me, Kristen Yoder. And today we have a very special guest who comes from the Hollywood scene and has transitioned into the cannabis scene. And even more than that, she's an activist. She's there for women's empowerment. She throws awesome events with like Montel Williams and I think Raekwon was at her last one. So anyways, we wanted to bring her in because she's another strong woman and the type of women that we look to be and we look to inspire in others. Um, So stay tuned after our break and you will hear from Bonita Money. Hey guys, this is Simone from Cannabis Business Minds and Live Advisors. And so funny, but So much of the time, we're always in it for money. We need to feed ourselves. We need to feed our family. We want to make $25 billion. But what's one of the most rewarding things is giving back and doing something for free. Chris and I gave an offering for free for everybody to attend our Women's Empowerment Summit this Saturday, July 22nd in downtown Los Angeles. And we're going to help so many people become better leaders, learn negotiation tactics, being assertive, and learning from the successes and failures and challenges that a lot of business leaders have faced. So come to our Empowerment Summit and take your career and yourself to the next level. Time for us to do some sponsor business. More Cannabis Business Minds when we return. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. How high do you like your profit margin? Cannabisradio.com 
great minds think alike? Because they listen to Cannabis Business Minds. Presented by liveadvisors.com, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, so we're coming back from a break and we're talking to Bo Money about what she's been up to with not only medicine and cannabis, but beyond that. So, mm. Bo, you we talked about just kind of how you got into the industry, how your friend had MRSA, mm. and how you kind of figured out a method to help her. But now what's so cool about you is that you're speaking, you're leading, you're a voice for a lot of people. And honestly, this is why we really wanted to get you on here is to understand like how do you a do all of this but what are what's your main focus right now that's a good question yeah <laughs> i ask myself how do i do all of this it's yeah. crazy but kind of you just put in the work because mm-hmm. you have to i mean you know so i literally get probably five invites a week to speak and you really have to pick and mm-hmm. choose because last year i i spent too much time doing that you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's mm-hmm. just, and it's exhausting mm-hmm. and you know you just have to really you know, decide which is going to be more effective for you and the people you're educating. So yeah, that's how I do that. That's how I choose. That's so good. I think, but that's honestly one of the reasons why we decided to do this event. It's like, how do you, like we always tell people in business, like just follow, what's your mission statement and mm-hmm. go by that and like everything that doesn't align, just do that. But as an individual, especially having so much out there and doing so many things, that's like a very, very good trait to have. Did it take you a while? To develop that, like how, like giving us advice, like I'm like, oh, tell me, tell me, how do, how do you stick by that all the time? Well, my organization is Women Above Ground. Mm-hmm. Above is spelled A B U V for mm-hmm. people that because you know, they always think it's A B A B O V E, but no, it's above. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a female empowerment group. It's a networking organization, mm-hmm. and we focus on women of color and people of color because I found when I first started in the industry that there was a huge void, okay, for um, people of color in the industry, you know, for networking organizations, for resources. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I just, and you go to conferences, you see the same kind of thing. And I think that we need to start empowering more people of color to be in the industry. You know, I mean, if you look at the social justice issues, um, the war on drugs was targeted towards people of color. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. And so they are now still in prison for a plant that now is making billions of dollars. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, we needed a platform, you know, and really a voice out there. Yeah. Because they're really, they're, they're, I didn't find any organizations when I first started that, no. you know, were really representing. Mm-mm. And that needed to happen. Because, we, you know, we need to speak on this and, and we need to let get these people out of jail. Yes. So we need to decriminalize. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to make it an even playing ground. I mean, mm-hmm. there's way too many barriers put up for people of color. And, and those are the things that we're mm-hmm. working on as well. What do you think right now, because we're all in L.A. and now in Los Angeles, there's the equity component of licensing. Right. But what do you think are the barriers that you've seen? Because you women above ground. It's in multiple markets. It's not just in Los Angeles, right? right. It's mm-hmm. in Vegas and mm-hmm. the East Coast. So for the states that still that have legalized it and decriminalized cannabis activities, like what is what can we do right now? Like why are there those barriers for people of color? Like what because I don't think people either want to listen or don't listen or are unaware. And I'm that's why I want to use this as a platform to be like, yes, this is something that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when I first started the con- the uh, conference circuit, mm-hmm. um, basically they they were saying it wasn't relevant, you know, panels for, you know, diversity. Mm-hmm. And they said, we, no, we don't want it because it's not relevant. And it wasn't until one of my NFL partners said, look, 
Yeah. If you don't allow us to do this diversity um, panel, well, I'm not going to do the NFL panel. And that's how we had oh. to push that. And that, mm-hmm. But then after that, it became like diversity was a thing. Everybody was doing a panel. Everybody wanted a panel. You know, now it's just crazy. You know, I'm speaking um, at the conference for the um, National uh, Bar Association. Oh, wow. Their awesome. national conference. Yeah, it's going to be the first cannabis panel. When you speak, what do you speak about? Oh, a lot of different things. Diversity mm-hmm. in the industry, uh, social justice, um, the economics. Oh, you know, there's a lot to speak about. Yeah. I think the fact that there are now diversity panels at way more events is a success. Oh. You know, yeah. that, like, yeah. finally That's quite, it's being yeah. recognized, like... Plus, you're giving a stage to all people of color to be like, look, we can succeed. We're working together. There's no reason why you can't with our, you know, mm-hmm. just everyone to get in it. But right. before, there wasn't very many people to look up to anyways. Right. Because right. it's not an even playing ground. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. gotten even worse. And yeah. I think Simone mm-hmm. had a really great question when she said, basically, you know, what are the barriers? Mm-hmm. And there's quite a few. I mean, you have the financial barriers. Because now with the extreme cost of licensing, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's just ridiculous. It's so... so but I, let's emphasize that. It's so ridiculous. So I'm, I'm doing a piece on frauds in the cannabis industry. Oh, nice. And yes, so it's really oh, well, interesting. To to yes. <laughs> well, you would be shocked of, like, I no, put I'm it not. well. I exactly. Actually, everyone's like no, and so for those <laughs> listeners, you're like, wait, I'm not in the room, and I am shocked. There's, it's massive. It's it massive from government to investors to vendors to consultants. Business it's yeah. it's to massive attorneys. to attorneys. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, to yes. So it's massive. So beware. But you know, we work a lot now with the government, and nice. my old job was huge frauds, kickbacks in Brazil and all that kind of stuff. Uh, So I've always been a little bit aware of it. But the licensing is something mm -hmm. to me that's just disgusting. Like on the East Coast, the barriers to entry for a license, Mm -hmm. 500,000 to apply, $2.5 million Mm -hmm. in capital. And if you look at who's been awarded those licenses, Mm -hmm. there is a lot of relations to government officials. Absolutely. And that's how it was designed. Yep. To do exactly that so they can control it. Yeah, exactly. Place their people right in position. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the license fees are for, mm. is to keep people out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they of can course. get their money. That's mm-hmm. the point. Like, yeah. we don't want you doing business unless you're going to make mm-hmm. us money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Control the industry. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Exactly. And hopefully on the West Coast, we can at least fight that a little bit harder with more licensing opportunities and oh, yeah. whatnot. Absolutely. And it's something like what's happening up in Oakland mm-hmm. is where there's a certain amount of licensing that has to go to people of color. Mm, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. And like we're starting an incubator fund. Oh. And yes, because we'd like to really support women yep. that really can't afford, you know, that startup, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and be able to at least and also give them resources like our knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's quite a few women that are very educated and mm-hmm. knowledgeable about the industry in different areas of the industry. So if we are all able to contribute that. Yep. And we can make, you know. A lot of women very, very successful. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which is what's behind our Women's Empowerment Summit also is to connect women with mentors. Oh, yeah, yeah and that's key. Because See, where do you key. find a mentor? Well, that's, uh, well, that's yep. key, and that's what I speak you know? on as well because everybody says, well, what are one of the few things that I should do to start? And I said, you know, educate yourself, mm-hmm. number one, and then find a mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's very difficult to navigate in this industry because it's so new and young that, you know, there's not a lot of people that are truly experts. Yes, truly know? experts, yeah. right. yes. So, Because how could, A, how could they be? Right. You know, like, I Absolutely. mean, just with, just even the given time of legalization. Right. 
And I think what's most important, though, is that you can give someone your experience. You know, and that's mm-hmm. the key is give them your experience in that industry so it'll give them shortcuts. So yes. they don't have to spend all that time that, you know, we spend yes. trying exactly. to get from A to, to Z. So, you know, yeah, yeah. definitely. And that's key. Mm-hmm. So that mentorship is really important. So Absolutely. Yeah, so tell me, because I've never been to a woman above ground meeting, and I'm really mm-hmm. excited, too. Mm-hmm. What is it like? What are the day like? What are the meetings like? Like, how often do you meet? What are the what's what is the mission of Women Above Ground? It's to connect women with women. I Perfect. mean, that's that's yeah. that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on where they're coming in, because you have a lot of new entrepreneurs, yeah. or just new people that are just curious, you know, about mm-hmm. the industry, and so you want to put them with other people that possibly have been in the industry, you know, for a while, or you know, or just with other like-minded people. Yeah. You know? I mean, because that's important. We need that support, you know, Especially resources. Women. Yeah. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know? Create that community. It, and it, it's still a male-dominated industry, except the women are coming in as startups. So I guess, yeah, that is definitely necessary. We kind of stole your your idea for our women's empowerment event, and then we're like, oh, Yeah. I mean, we didn't steal your idea. No, <laughs> but, it's, but, it's, but exactly, it's interesting. But it's doing exactly what we thought of. The point is, yeah. it's a need, and yeah. that's why actually yeah. I was so happy. I was like, well, we're not in the business exactly. of doing events. Like this is not our thing. <laughs> Sponsorship decks, yeah. everything. Right, we are right. not yeah, in the business you know. of that. Gotcha. We're so still learning. Yeah, we have. We definitely like are learning. Ahead. Yeah, you're <laughs> well, like way ahead had, of us. I on had that. to learn too. So, oh. you know, and it's a job, and that's the whole thing. Coordinating, you know, all this is, it's a lot of work. It totally You know, is. and then trying to focus on your other things that you're doing business-wise. Because mm-hmm. I also, um, I'm working on a tour, a music tour with a lot of different oh, wow. influencers, you know, music artists. Cannabis-focused as well? Music and medicine, yeah. Awesome. Music and medicine, I'd love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where, when is that happening? Well, we're, right now we're just, it's in formation right mm-hmm. now. We have to, like, really figure out, like, what other artists we want to bring in. Because I have, like, four, like, yeah. major ones. I'm going to bring some others in. And once we tie down our main sponsor, then we'll go ahead and start going after venues. Mm-hmm. You know, then we start setting up our tour dates, you know, yeah. our tour schedule. Yeah. 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 And so, actually, I'm also working with, um, this is exciting. Oh, tell us. NASCAR. And they, yeah, this is be the first time that we're able to, you know. That's so huge. Bring, oh, it's really I'm huge. like, this just goes to show that smoking and driving or, like, all of these states that are, like, there are less traffic accidents when they make cannabis recreational. But and I, now you've got NASCAR. No, mm-hmm. but I think about NASCAR as the opportunity to open up cannabis huge. to that whole mainstream, huge. that general population. That, that, that Midwest, that, that, that Midwest. That Midwest. They have yeah. N- yeah. And also with race, yeah. that's going to be Oh wow! That's because it's such, such a an opportunity. Sport, you yeah, know I mean? it is incredible. And organization. That, oh yeah. I mean, it's taken years to even you know break through because yeah. they've tried before and with no success. And NASCAR wouldn't let it happen. So the way oh, we're yeah. introducing it is something that's a little bit more acceptable. Under but, what is it? Under Women Above Ground or what company? Yeah, we're going to be one of the producers on the oh, event, sweet. and it's going to be awesome. nice. Yeah, I really think that one of the fastest ways for us to just get to this like ending my goal is to end global prohibition and I I, you know that's the whole goal this is Mm -hmm. everybody's earth you know like that's the whole goal but a we got to start with the United States because we're from here and and federal and I think that what you're doing it's so beautiful because it's tackling the mainstream media the main the general population because we live in this cannabis bubble with you see the same people, right. you talk about the same things, and we're just cheering each other on, which is great. But you can't, you know, you right. can't make exactly. any magic happen without exactly. 
and, and the see, entire other the population. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the buy-in. Well, and this is the thing is that that's exactly it because. You know, we had a conversation yesterday. I went to an event, and mm-hmm. it was like, you know, I was telling them, look, because I do a lot of mainstream media, you know, mm-hmm. purposely, because the demographics I want to uh, educate are the people that don't like cannabis or don't understand cannabis, because, again, cannabis people already get cannabis. You know what I mean? So you're, <laughs> mm-hmm. pre- yeah. you're preaching to the choir. Exactly. So what's the point? That's a you know good what I mean? Point. So yeah. it's not that I don't do, um, you know, cannabis um, media, but, again... I need to have that outreach that makes sense, yep. you know, and educate people that need to be educated. So, and, you know, I was even accused of like, oh, yeah, she's just going after the optics, you know, and that's it. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, Why not? Optics we, are necessary. Like, yeah, we need to market. We need yeah. to have those optics. And, they, yeah, so I was accused of that. I think you and I talked about this, Kristen. Remember I, last week and I was telling this something I want to discuss was the whole haterism out there. Can we talk about no, that? No, we have to because this is where, you know, this is what I was, you know, attacked with. Yeah. Oh, She's, I guess, leaned away from her mission with the organization because mm-hmm. now she, it's all about optics for her. No. If I didn't have the optics that I have, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have the outreach and I wouldn't have the reach that I have. Exactly. And the influence. And that's what's important. You know, and it's that, exposure. Exactly. And yes. you're supposed to, like, market your brand, right? It's all yes. about marketing and PR. All, right. That's everything yes. about building a company, a right. brand, an image. But see, when uh, certain people can't do it themselves, they, they you know... They just want to hate on you. And it's just ridiculous because that's not mm-hmm. the support that we should be giving 100%. other women. Or, you know what I mean? Or people, period. Yeah. It's just not. And that and I'm just really sickened by because me and Krista were talking about this last week because we, we said we have to discuss this because mm-hmm. I'm seeing it more and more mm-hmm. with different organizations going against different organizations, mm-hmm. founders, and, you know, or managing members or just... Or just mean Facebook he, messages. Well, that's horrible. That's, oh my God, trust me. I've been attacked all the time. I was recently weeks. attacked. Okay, wait, you too? Wait, yeah. Oh my God. Before we get into the attacks, <laughs> yeah. let's take a quick break yes. and catch our breath and center. Mind yeah. over matter, yes. as Kristen's t shirt says. Yes. <laughs> yes. So okay, let's, let's really do that. When we get Woosa. back, we're on attack. <laughs> We get it. Operating in the cannabis industry is tough. It's daunting. And sometimes you listen to this podcast and you're like, oh my God, is there anything for me? And the thing is, there is. And we have made it our mission as a company to make your life easy, to be able to figure out where you can participate in the cannabis industry. And we want to help you. And we've got so many things that can do that. We can help you one-on-one. We've got an online course that's eight weeks geared to operating successfully in the cannabis industry. So if you're interested, I'm going to give you an exclusive offer. So email me at Simone at LIV Advisors, A-D-V-I-S-O-R-S.com, and we can give you $500 off your first eight-week course. Okay, we are back now, and I kind of interrupted some heat going on here. Some good passion. Yeah, but this is definitely something we need to address, is the haters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not naming names or anything like that. I guess my whole thing is always finding the root cause. Like, you can only solve a problem by understanding, like, why it exists in the first place. But for me, and then I want to hear what you have to say is, I've never, in my entire career put somebody down like it's like that's like those are my values is like you treat others with respect like Confucius like that's the golden rule and so that's how I treat clients people whatnot clearly sometimes I get upset maybe I'm not the nicest but my whole 
value is, is to help people. And so I've never put anybody down. And so it was really interesting just seeing a few attacks on myself. I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. And I, I'd be curious, like, I don't have to get it, I guess. That's the whole point. Like, I've been doing some vinyasa yoga, some kundalini <laughs> and all that because I've I've just found for myself, like, I think Michelle Obama says, like, just go higher, right? Like, you don't, like forget that that's behind you like if it's competition if it's whatever forget that and just move on to your direction and not focus on that and just still kind of be nice in the sense of like thanks but see you later what's your opinion though on this well I just recently went through it as well Mm -hmm. it it was going on for like weeks and what was crazy is that it was three women had teamed up together and one doesn't even know me. She just followed Women Above Ground and myself, mm-hmm. and she wanted to actually be a chapter head in Washington State. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never met this woman, mm-hmm. never talked to her, mm-hmm. except when she messaged me about being a chapter head, and she joined in mm-hmm. and started this whole hate campaign. And I'm talking about slander, defamation, reaching out to my contacts, DMing like 2,000 of my, my contacts, and just crazy. I mean, and just vicious, vicious lies, and just... You know, and attacking my organization, and that's where mm-hmm. the other issue came up when saying that I was losing focus and it was more about the optics. And, you know, and I was like, really? And I said, okay, this is how unsophisticated these women are. If they don't understand what it is to build a brand, you know, and really make a difference, because you can't make a difference if people don't know you. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like, you, you can't. Know I mean? you, we, you can't. You know, I mean, seriously, they're mm-hmm. not going to be able to gain your resources, your education, or any of that without knowing who you are. And mm-hmm. that's what it's about, spreading the word. And, you know, so, you know, and, and yeah, you like, you don't get it. I don't get it either. Because the women, the women that I do know that were part of this, I did nothing but help, you know, mm-hmm. and I made them relevant when they weren't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And And like you said, if I can't, really assist, then I just would walk away. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to go on a hate campaign against anyone. There's Mm -hmm. some people that have done some vicious things to me in Mm -hmm. this industry years ago, and I never went against them. You know, my thing is that I just left them alone. Mm -hmm. Now, but then we also have to address the fact that if you're continually being attacked, your brand is affected, Mm -hmm. okay? It's, they're, you know, attacking your contacts, so of course that's going to hurt you and And your your image and your reputation. Yeah, all that. And your organization, what do you do? You have to address it. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, you can't not address the elephant in the room. Right. You have to at a certain point because it becomes too damaging. And really it's about, you know, calling people out um, when it just goes too far, Mm -hmm. you know, and you do it professionally, but it has to be done because other people need to be warned about, you know, these people because they are predators and they shouldn't be in this industry. Yeah. You know, if they're going to act like that and they should not represent unity empowerment if they're really not about that. Exactly. You know, that's that's the big issue. And that's why I was really excited about your empowerment summit because of the fact that I think that needs to be addressed. You know, it needs to be, that's dialogue that needs to be opened mm-hmm. with all these women. And yes. it needs to, you know, they need to understand that, look, this is where we're coming from. And if you're going to be part of it, this mm-hmm. is what we expect. Yep. Or, yeah. or this is what you can expect. Mm-hmm. There's all this media about how, oh, there's so many women getting into it. And it's like mm-hmm. such a female friendly industry and whatever, but I was not a startup person. I was just an employee as a female in the industry. And I dealt with a ton of shit. Excuse my language. (laughs) And it's Mm -hmm. like, to me, we need to hook up the employees and, Mm -hmm. you know, the other people that are The new generation. Yeah, they're not nearly as empowered and they don't have 
most of them don't have women, powerful women, women leaders for right. them to go to. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And in a lot of these companies, there's a massive leadership skill gap. So you don't even have mm -hmm. a leader to learn from at your workplace. You're just like, this doesn't seem right. Like, mm -hmm. what is this supposed to be like? So that was like my thing personally is like, I know what it's like to be a woman in these companies, you know, and, and it's yeah. super difficult. And I'm sure it's a very sexist environment. It's I mean, you know I had I mean? to wear a skirt or a right. dress right. at no, the dispensary seriously. and just um. so many stories. When I was talking to somebody who's doing this crazy research, I think for it's USC or UCLA, mm -hmm. like uh, his entire like um, thesis is on this. And he was mentioning that a lot of people in Southern California, like dispensary owners and business owners, would be giving, like, these loans out, like an employee loan, which in corporations you sometimes do that. But mm -hmm. then with just utilizing it in a very negative way towards, like, women, like, oh, I gave you that employee loan, you know, nothing Leveraging necessarily, it. like, a, a huge yeah. leverage, nothing mm -hmm. that there was, like, true, true sexual assault now or anything that like that. Now that up. Like, mm -hmm. Did that happen to you? Yeah. Really? Exactly. Yeah, and I felt absolutely trapped with this guy that I did not like at all. And it was between work and I was just growing. And I had sold him some flour. He mm -hmm. gave me more money than he had picked up because he was going to pick up more. Mm -hmm. And they never picked up the other part, so I ended up owing him money. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you have to work this time off at my dispensary, which was what? in the valley, which is insane. What? Yeah. Wait, this wait, wait, wait. When no. did indentured slavery come no, no, in? No, no, no. Exactly. This is the thing, Are you though. Serious? This is rampant. But this is... This I, well, but this is I, the yeah, thing. Especially in cultivation. I didn't yes. know. The like, trimmers, like female trimmers. Well, not even just mm. that. Like, I'm a strong woman. Lots of strong women get into abusive relationships mm. with friends, work people, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I've had multiple abusive relationships with mm. cannabis business owners. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I am a strong woman. Like, I talk shit. Like, I don't take a lot. But when mm. you're 22, yeah. and it's like your dream job, mm. what are you going to do? Like, yeah. quit and go back to <laughs> being a hairdresser? Like, fuck you. Like, I yeah. was doing what I yeah. love. And that gets held against you. It's like, oh, you don't like this job? They're 50 people ready to take your job for $10 so less an hour. So that fear's in there, and then it's fear it's and power. It's complete manipulation. Yeah. And it happens to young women. I mean, that's especially it for younger women. Mm -hmm. Because, and that's why I'm like, I'm ready for the negotiation part and the assertiveness part, because even I struggle with that, mm -hmm. you know? So I think it's very important that we actually let the women know that are not the startup rush people, that there is support. Mm -hmm. And also, you don't need to take that. Yeah. You know, and this was brought up at one of my last meetups in Orange County. Um, this one woman who's just getting in the industry, she mm -hmm. said she started applying for jobs. Because you're right, not everybody's going to be a business owner. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They just want to be in some part of the industry. So she was telling me that she applied for a delivery driver mm -hmm. job. And they asked her to send pictures. I was like, they require a headshot. Yeah. Not just headshots, body shots. They wanted wow. three pictures. And she goes, both, three pictures. And I, she said, I'm just, I'm feeling weird about this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm feeling some kind of way about this. I think that's so discriminatory and it's just sexist. It's yeah. crazy. Well, it's like all the clubs with strippers as bud tenders in the valley. It's insane. Really? Oh my God, there are several out there. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're just bikinis. 
Like, no. yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Seriously. So we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. And we're that's doing it, and that's what matters. Yes. That's you know, the point. that's why it's so great. We're connecting with you, who's already yes. doing this, and we know so many people. And then the whole point of this event is to keep in touch with everyone. Mm-hmm. Like we're. It and may then be a spread one-time the fire event, to, but it's to build something greater. Well, and then to go know? to Women Above Ground. Yeah. Yes, you know what totally. I mean? Absolutely. Where they meet monthly and mm-hmm. talk about this, and they're in multiple states with the same mission that we've got. And speaking mm-hmm. of, yeah. isn't Women Above Ground about to launch in Nevada? Vegas, yeah. Vegas. Yes. Oh, tell us about that. Tell yes. us about that Friday, one. We, we launch, and it's actually Stormy Simon, um, who was the mm-hmm. ex-president of Overstock.com. Wow. Yeah. She's going to be speaking. My friend, who is the first African-American NASCAR uh, team owner, Whoa. he's going to be speaking. And then Larissa Boulevard, mm-hmm. who, who has um, the Consumer Cannabis Coalition. Oh, and they're nice. like a watchdog group, basically, for other cannabis companies. They are. Yes. They should be really busy. Oh, I need to connect with them. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. know. Yeah. For, for she, Calagia, for my other company. And fraud. Well, she's going to be yep. one of the and group fraud. leaders at your event. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm so excited cool. to talk with her because... And yes, she's one of the, the only frauds. ones out there doing that, so yep. we're actually going to expand it to California. We're oh, going to cool. be we're gonna be doing a big launch here. Yes, we're going to do a big launch here because it's so needed, and then in Nevada we'll launch there as well but yeah. it's very neat and she's an awesome woman you're gonna need to hire like a thousand people well hey for <laughs> right? Watch. Yeah. right but that's okay yeah because we need that I'm one of them. yeah because totally. honestly mm-hmm. like that fraud thing i will offline we'll have to talk a little bit more about it but mm-hmm. it, it was overwhelming how many people sent me messages just overwhelming you so, and Larissa really need to talk yes. because this yeah. she's got all the data i mean she was just in forbes with her data oh, oh so yeah. cool they, yeah her data's yeah and this is amazing. also the problem is <clears throat> When you get robbed or something's happening or whatever and you're in the cannabis industry, the cops are not the first people you're thinking of calling. No. It's like, I know I have a friend who owns a delivery service and when his delivery driver got robbed at gunpoint, he called his boss first, not the cops. Because it's like, what are you going to say? I just got $10,000 worth of cannabis products robbed from mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. you know, and that's exactly. another thing when it there needs to be a watchdog yeah. because mm-hmm. regulators. But actually, part of the regulation now in the state of California is that if you're robbed or have like less than if you are missing one thousand dollars of inventory or more, you have to report it to them. And right. that's so at least that's, that's super good, right? Yeah. So yeah. that at least that makes is helping. Sense. But the yeah. regulators aren't coming in to make sure you're running your business right. They're coming in for a zone and other violations mm, yeah. or whatever. So it's very necessary to have a consumer watchdog group. Yes. Especially with pesticides. Oh, I can't wait to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did she get so much backlash because of that? Like, What's in Colorado, that? they were calling her, you know, just a shit starter. Oh, excuse me. But, yeah, yeah, she's stirring the pot and, you know. <laughs> then she's doing why something you... good. Yeah, Of course. But yeah. it's, it's needed because, I mean, there are many, many, like, um, extraction companies out there that are producing oils on dirty products. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when yeah. she found out, she called them out, and they were like, oh, let's get her. They started attacking yeah. her, you know what I mean? She, She's fighting a massive amount of money. Yeah, that's All the it, thing. Every single company Good she could her. call out wow. is, mm-hmm. that's a huge financial issue. So that's scary and even more good for oh, her. Oh, she's been yeah. kidnapped and everything. Jesus. Wow. We got to get her oh, on the show oh, next no, time. Well, she, yeah, oh. she's going to be out here next week. Yes. She's coming for you. Yes. Your I'm yeah. so excited to yeah. get to meet her. Well, because we did an interview with, um, so Oregon, mm-hmm. a few people reached out to us. Gosh, what was it? March of 2017 or April, April? Where they were about to change their pesticide like rules because mm. they're 
they're one of mm-hmm. the strictest, actually, in the entire they were United the States. Strictest. And so some of the people were telling us that there's like bigger, bigger companies that were paying lobbying dollars to basically push mm. better for them pesticide less testing, less testing for yeah. pesticides. So they yeah. can keep growing with pesticides. Which is crazy right. because this it's that people don't I think when you look at it. I'm going to make money really quick. You're not thinking about it in the long term. Like, mm-hmm. by doing that, we don't know what the repercussions are for pesticides, although we have a lot of ideas what could happen to the human sure. body. And so those type of people will be out of business sometime. But, like, we are trying to grow this cannabis community together. And so well, having a watchdog. Yeah. I mean, it's, Even a watchdog on the labs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, all that. Because that. that's necessary. All that, mm-hmm. no. Because they're supposed to be that, the watchdog. Right, that's mm-hmm. already in the works, too. Yeah. We have that going on, too. But, nice. yeah, but, but going back to what you were saying, Simone, the thing about it is is that when people are truly treating its patients, mm-hmm. they have to have clean medicine. Exactly. It just it defeats the purpose. So, you know, when you, you're producing, you know, products with pesticides and chemicals and whatever else in it, it's mm-hmm. and mold, it's just not okay. You're going to make these patients sicker. It's like Montel. Mm-hmm. Montel, his product is like, I mean, crazy clean. It's like, what, 98.2% or something? Yeah. Because yeah. he processes it three times. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Because, it's, it. because that's the thing is, it's he's a, medicine. He's, yeah, well, yeah, he has MS and he's yeah. been treating for all that time mm-hmm. with, you know. Even then, even if it's not medical, it's recreational, like, you should have the best quality anyways yes. because people are inhaling it. And there might be people on the recreational side, or they're buying it as recreational, that use it medically. Of course. Yeah. So it's like, Absolutely. we just need across the board the same quality, which is high quality. Well, mm-hmm. it's just like you know? eating food. If you're exactly. eating food that are full of chemicals and pesticides, you're poisoning your body. Same mm-hmm. thing with, with medicine. And yep. cannabis yep. Is, a, is a medicine. People are treating with it. Yep. Come on. I mean, Agreed. it's just not ethical. It's just not okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just not. Yeah, it's dangerous. So it absolutely is. Absolutely. All right, we only have a little bit of time left, so we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna get to the speed round. Okay. Are you ready? (laughs) I guess. I've never done the speed round. (laughs) (laughs) Time for us to do some sponsor business. More cannabis business minds when we return. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. 
from dabs to chibas, sativas to indicas, we roll out a whole concentrate of fresh new content every week. It's like going from the greenhouse to the dispensary. CannabisRadio.com Great minds think alike because they listen to Cannabis Business Minds. Presented by LiveAdvisors.com, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey guys, this is Simone from Cannabis Business Minds and Live Advisors. And so funny, but so much of the time we're always in it for money. We need to feed ourselves, we need to feed our family, we want to make $25 billion. But what's one of the most rewarding things is giving back and doing something for free. Chris and I gave an offering for free for everybody to attend our Women's Empowerment Summit this Saturday, July 22nd in downtown Los Angeles. And we're going to help so many people become better leaders, learn negotiation tactics, being assertive and learning from the successes and failures and challenges that a lot of business leaders have faced. So come to our Empowerment Summit and take your career and yourself to the next level. Okay, now we're back with the speed round and we've put lots of pressure on Bo. <laughs> so I will get started. What is one piece of advice you give to people starting in the industry or wanting to get into the industry? Educate yourself and find a mentor. That is very key. All right. So. Yeah, totally. What is one thing, I guess, what motivates you? What keeps you going, driving this hard, being passionate, forgetting about the haters, fighting you for your mission? What is it that motivates you every day to do this? Whenever I see one great success, you know, success story, and it could be for an organization, a, an individual, that just makes, that makes me feel awesome because I know that my work is effective. And that's, that's, yeah. that's what means the most to me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Such a good feeling. Um, all right, last one. Where do you see yourself and all the things that you're doing mm -hmm. a year from now? I see myself um, being able to um, have a huge award show <laughs> acknowledging mm -hmm. great women in the industry. Oh! That yeah. is a very cool... I'm excited for that. Yeah, Hopefully it's in less definitely. than a year. Well, I don't think you... Well, I did my first one um, with Montel Williams. Can a catwalk? No, no. Different? No, it's Can a Cool Lounge. Can a Cool Lounge. Mm -hmm. Oh. Can a Cool Lounge. Wait, was Can a Catwalk at it? It was part of, yeah, okay, the Okay, I was like, am I just imagining Yeah, that, that was okay. part of the event. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they look awesome. So, yeah, so that was... So we do it every... Mm -hmm. We do it once a year okay. um, where we award, like, one just stellar person in the industry that's done great work for our industry, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I think Montel gets a bad rap from a lot of the, like, hardcore, you know, um, long-term like or long-time in the industry canvas mm -hmm. people because they say, you know, basically he's, you know, he's too commercial, you know, he hasn't mm -hmm. really suffered like we have. And, you know what I mean, that, that kind of thing. But mm -hmm. they, what people understand is that influencers like that, that have that... Um, Celebrity Appeal basically do a lot for our industry. Oh, yes. Because it takes us mainstream. Yeah, it takes us mainstream. And yes. again, we go back to that whole mainstream thing is that we need to start doing more mainstream media. Absolutely. As a whole, as an industry. Yep. Yes. You know, and so many people don't attack that, and they need to. You That's know? a very so. good piece of advice. Yes, definitely. 
All right, before we wrap up, anything else you want our listeners to know? Um, yeah, just reach out. We'd love to have you. I'll be working with these two great ladies, and so we're going to be putting some great things together. So Women Above Ground is uh, women, A-B-U-V, um, ground, womenaboveground.com. Um, we're on social media, Facebook. Um, look me up. I'm under Bonita Money. And um, connect so that, you know, if you're looking for some uh, great women, um, please join us. And we will include links to everything as well under the show notes. Yep. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, perfect. so we'll link out to your page and your oh, profile awesome. and all that kind of awesome. stuff. Awesome. Great. Yeah. And come out to the empowerment. Is this going to be out? Saturday. Saturday. We can Saturday. try to release oh. it today or on Wednesday. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, we'll try. So, yeah, definitely. So, um, definitely, I want to see all you guys Saturday. Where is it? Because that's what everybody's been asking me. Sixteen thirty-five North Spring Street, downtown Los Angeles. Okay, perfect. And it's from. I really hope that's the address. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, if not, look on our pages. Yes, look on our page. Please double double check. From to six thirty p.m. Yes, on Saturday. So see you guys this Saturday. And if you're in Vegas, um, we're going to be at SG's uh, in Summerlin from six to nine. Cool. Busy awesome. weekend Friday night. Yes. Yes. Well, good luck mm-hmm. with your event and thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you, ladies. You guys were so much fun. I love it. Thank oh, I loved you. it. Thanks. That was excellent. I'm so happy to meet you. Yeah, I am too. This is just great. Gotta take a break. All right. So, this is Simone and Kristen from Cannabis Business Minds, and we just interviewed Bonita Money or Bo Money. And what a powerful, strong woman. Yes. What did you think? Like, what was your main takeaway? I think she's awesome. I. I'm really glad we were able to connect and to have her come in here and to see just how aligned our goals are with women empowerment and providing a place for women to feel safe and to learn and to grow. You know, these things don't exist in very many places. And when they do exist, they're very helpful, you know. Absolutely. I think it was really good talking to her about what she's got going on and also hearing about the things she's had to deal with because that's not really talked about very much. I've talked about it a couple of times, but to hear from such a powerful woman who's literally risen above, <laughs> um, above the fray and above the drama so that she can do, I mean, lots of people quit their job when they're not happy and it compels them to do what they're happy with. Sometimes it takes the bad to get to the good, and it seems like that's what she's done, is she's taken the things that she's dealt with, and she's improved it. Yeah. And she's offering it to other women. Yeah. Which can't do any better than that. No, and her whole concept about giving, you know, things out to people who can afford it and not having money be a barrier to something and really just, like, how many people she's connected to and just seeing that She's a very, very strong woman and, you know, something that we've actually been able to see with some of the other women that we've been able to interview is that they've got a strong vision and they're able to say no. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just, it's really, really significant. And then not only that, but dealing with the haters, that's something that you're always going to have to deal with. And being able, like you said, to rise above it and to forget that, put that in the rearview mirror. And if anybody's listening right now and, you know, Remember to chase your dreams. I've got a tattooed on my wrist. The sky's my limit. And I think so often, especially in the cannabis industry, where we think, oh, my God, it's so hard. It's so hard. Well, A, you're not alone. There's people like Kristen and me that are here to help you. There's people like 
bow that has women above ground. I mean, there are so many resources and you've got to stick with your mission and why you're doing it. And remember, if you ever have a point where somebody might not like what you're saying or resisting to something, stay true to your ground, know your ethics, be excited, be passionate. You decided to join the cannabis industry or if you're thinking about it, get in it and and realize that, you know, with the right mentality, you're, you're going to be able to, to make it and forget the haters. The right mentality and mentors. Yes. When you want to get in this industry, the first thing I recommend is seek out advice. Seek out others who have done it and talk to them. Yeah. It might save you a lot of time. Yeah. You know, there's no reason you'd have to suffer through all of the things other people have gone through when you could have just asked them, you know? Yeah. So, so shoot us an email if you want to speak with us about anything, if we can try to help your business, um, info at liveadvisors.com or Kristen or Simone at liveadvisors.com. L-I-V-A-D-V-I-S-O-R-S.com. And if you like our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes as it helps get the word out. And please go to our Facebook group. We love hearing from you. Yes, and one last promotion, even though Bo did it. We're having our Women's Empowerment event this Saturday in downtown Los Angeles, and we decided to give it out for free to empower everybody and not allow money to be an issue. Exactly. So stay tuned if you're in Los Angeles or if you can get to Los Angeles, get your tickets. July 22nd. Yes. 10 to 6.30. Yes. And you can go on www.livadvisors.com backslash events to see everything and register for your free ticket. So have a lovely day, afternoon, and hopefully not weekend, because we want you to listen to this before our empowerment. Yes. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.